So before we get started, we have to do our B, L, and T's. Mm -hmm. So B today is blueberries. Blueberries are good. Mm -hmm. Not great. They're not the best fruit. That's but fair. they're good. And it reminds me of summer. Mm -hmm. I don't think, is it a summer fruit? I'm not I sure. think it's it a year-round fruit, honestly. Well, everything's year-round now. It's GMOs, GMOs. Um, if we're wrong, please don't. Yeah, don't come for us. Don't, don't come gas us up. Don't yeah. come for us. Yeah, so so blueberries. I'm, I, I'm gonna say I like frozen blueberries over fresh ones. Mm. I think they just taste you know, better to me. Frozen blueberries are good dog treats. Oh really? Oh. That's precious. Mm -hmm. My dog's teeth are bad oh, right now, bad. so I can just see him just and teeth just falling out. <laughs> 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 it was tough cutting his toenails, but that has nothing to do with B. You can even make them into a B. You know what? I'm going to extend my B. Blueberry muffins are probably a lot better than just the fruit, mm. in my opinion. I love For sure. So, For sure. That's my B. Okay, my L is... Oh, y'all. there. I don't feel like there's as many L's in the world. Liver is what came to mind. What? <laughs> I have never. Have you eaten liver? Eat liver in my life. I don't know what it tastes like. Are you I taking care of your liver right I, now? Well, who knows? <laughs> shut, shut. No, I'm joking. Probably too much sugar. Um, mm, you can stick with liver. I'm just going to have to stick with it because I'm not. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. Oh, it's the best. I wanted it to roll with blueberries well, and I don't, you don't have, have liver and blueberries. To. Lemon and blueberries. Oh, lemon, blueberry, lemon, blueberry. It's okay, but okay. you can stick with liver. Okay. Mm. I think lemon. That makes sense. It okay, makes it fine. The tea. the tea today is. Well, if we're going to go with first thoughts, it was. I don't want to say I'm embarrassed. TikTok. Why? I don't want to say it. I take it out. I don't want to talk no, about it. Anyway. <laughs> I don't. Because I. No, I'm not doing it. I, I'm going to put. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is this how they do it? I like, I like, okay, so something embarrassing today that I never thought I would dancing in the background with, with the world, but I mean with anyone, let alone this tiny podcast community, but I mean it's not, you know, whatever, it's not, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. So, uh, oh, also a fun fact that we'll probably get into a little bit later in our podcast after we get done with the series, but... I'm not doing social media right now. And so, well, not right now, not for the year. And so, I have to find ways to get my memes. And so, I was watching uh, TikTok memes on uh, YouTube. And uh, I saw these guys dancing to this song. And it was like, and they were doing this, this like, in the... The Renegade? The, no, it wasn't. It was like, it was like a three-person, or two or three-person dance where you do, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. But it was great. I loved it, and I loved it so much that I screen recorded it, and then I practiced it. Did you you know it? I don't know. So it. we're recording? No, we're not. Well, we are actually recording. If you subscribe, we'll send you secret material. I will, will be never do that. Yeah. Well, then I need two other people because you can't do it by yourself. So okay, we'll do it. Okay, cool. We got it. We? Yeah, you. Yes, you. Yeah, it's all in us. So, anyways, I guess if I have to say a T, I embarrassingly say TikTok, and that I practice a TikTok dance because cool. 
I never thought I'd be that person. Who, well, what's so that you're person? up with the times. So okay. <laughs> you're younger than the rest of us. You don't know that. We know that for a fact. <laughs> 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 you're a liar. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm so glad you brought up TikTok. Why? I don't know why because it's not a great transition. So we are talking about live today. Um, we are going through a series. That's great. That's a good song. Oh, uh, we are going through a series where we get to know each of us. So this one is about our great friend Liv. Um, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. I feel you. Nervous. Totally understand. Oh my gosh. I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Wait till we get on her. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. We have time. She'll be like, actually, I've been preparing my whole life for this. <laughs> <laughs> by my whole life, I mean all week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, going off the kind of the BLT stuff, L. Um, I was talking to Tiffany about this, and I said you're a great listener. Mm-hmm. I think every time um, I come and talk to you about things, you don't listen to respond, but you listen to process. And I'm a person specifically who love challenging questions that make me think about, well, well, well one, why am I telling her this? Like, what am I trying to gain from telling her this? Or... Well, how does that affect my life if I do A, B, or C? Um, so I'm always, I always leave challenged in a good way, encouraged, and like really felt like I've been listened to, mm-hmm. um, which is hard to find in friendships mm-hmm. because people be like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, well, bless. <laughs> I'll, be pr- I'll be praying bless. for you. you yeah, know? and then they don't do it right then. Yeah, I'm guilty. Um, because <laughs> I, I have to do it right then yeah. or I won't. Um, that's why I don't listen. Never mind. So, <laughs> yes, no, I listen to you. Um, so yeah, I find that like such a strong quality about you, and I so appreciate that. And then I'm trying to think about kind of going back how we met. I know we met through our great friend, Hannah Barnett, now Hannah Morris. Oh, my gosh. That is right. Yes. Um, really? Oh, man. Yes. I wish I would have talked about that on yours because now I do remember. Yeah. I geez. heard about you a long time before I ever met you. Oh, goodness. And she said, you're going to love this girl. And she's really? going to be in your group. So, shout out she's to Hannah. Amazing. Shout out to shout Hannah out to because Hannah. I think between her encouragement and her prayers for me, she was like, you're going to be a part of this group. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, <laughs> chill out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. <laughs> you're referencing the discipleship program. Yes, the discipleship program. Um, and I'm so, like, eternally grateful mm-hmm. that she also challenged me to be a part of this group. Mm-hmm. And mind you, she was like, you're supposed to be in class three and da 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 I'm like, you know, that sounds great. But the Lord <laughs> called me to be in class four and to eventually be a part of the core team for class five. So very thankful for her and her prayers and connecting us because I do remember I w- even before the wedding, we met. I think we met at our Christmas party. Yes, because there's pictures. Yes, there's pictures. I believe I'm just not remembering this. Because 
just like you heard of me, I heard of you. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, Christy. I'm like, okay, yeah, this group sounds great. As I go about my life, like, like thinking I will never, <laughs> right, never be connected to this group. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. I'm like, mm, we'll never do this. Mm-hmm. But ended up um, meeting y'all at Belong, and then the wedding, mm-hmm. and yeah, then became a part of the group. That's crazy. Maybe six months later, seven mm-hmm. months later. That's amazing. It's so good. So, yeah, I was very thankful. Very thankful for Hannah and and the Lord for yeah, doing that. for sure. Mm-hmm. Because it has me sitting here with you all making a pretty dope podcast. Wow. So. Really. Liv is listening. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, I also remember the first time. I remember the first time I talked to you. Yeah, I do too. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. On the phone? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So I was looking for an internship and emailed you first. Mm-hmm. Then, and I remember seeing your like little picture in your email. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Green jacket. Got a nature background. That's cool. <laughs> oh, she looks like legit. Like I had no idea what this Dude, nonprofit My was. very first speeding ticket was on the way to take those photos. Are you serious? Yeah. I was so bad. I was so late. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a ticket. Oh, dang. Anyways. We emailed, and then I called you in the my beloved Panera parking lot, mm. and I was just I don't even oh that was a day to set up a meeting to yeah with you like initial at the coffee shop to of. have an interview, and that day it's just crazy to meet you. I remember where where you were sitting when I came up. I remember you had your little computer bag that has like the Dallas skyline <laughs> on yeah. it and I was like she still has that by the way she does she still I has do. it coffee stayed at home and uh, <laughs> skyline has changed <laughs> why are you laughing because the skyline has changed yeah oh has it yeah yes. they have a bridge now the bridge oh yeah missing. that's beautiful okay so anyway um and then sitting there talking with you and you're like you you said yeah we're gonna do we don't even have to like you're gonna and I remember thinking what this is crazy I don't understand <laughs> but it is crazy to think that like the first per- you were my very first contact with honestly any any type of community any type of like person my age and then to know the role that you would play in my life for the last almost four years now mm-hmm. that's like wild to me to think and you and I feel like you are one of the like few people have seen the growth in my life from mm-hmm. like not having in just being first introduced to community and where I was socially mentally emotionally all that stuff to like who I am today because of the work of the Lord mm-hmm. and I feel like you played a huge part in that I've, I feel like you were one of my like first true friends yeah it's an honor so loving big mm-hmm. I love you too yeah. yeah that was a sweet I remember I was at in school at DBU still, mm-hmm. and I was sitting outside on the picnic table overlooking the pond. Yeah, it was it was like in it's my windy. Like yeah, because it, <laughs> yeah. it was. It was really windy, yeah. and it was a good conversation. And then yeah, we met at the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, where do you think those strengths lie, or how did you come to in listening and what? What was yours? I didn't say mine yet. Oh. This is how Should we I? met. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured we were kind of going backwards on the list. So, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. That's how we met slash strength. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, circle back around. We'll circle back around to that. Yeah. So, okay. before we get to that, what 
potato are you? Uh, what potato am I? I want to be clever and be something like a like a smashed, not a mashed potato, but mm. you know how you take those little tiny like fingerling potatoes and then you whack them and mm. they're kind of squished and you mm. cover them with olive oil and like rough salt and mm-hmm. some rosemary or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what I'm trying to be, but deep down I feel like I'm a classic sweet potato. Yes. <laughs> because yeah, you are. sweet potatoes, they... One, I've heard that they have all the nutrients that you need for survival. So anytime I'm asked if you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I'm like, practical. I'm going to need a sweet potato because it will get me through life. Makes sense. <laughs> Pizza yeah. won't get me through life. Ice cream won't get well. You know, yeah, it could get you through could. life. <laughs> really could. But I, w- I think I want to be, I think I want to be a sweet potato. One, because it has all the nutrients for life. But also, sweet potatoes swing both directions. You can either flavor them with sweet things like a classic sweet potato pie or like a sweet potato casserole for thanksgiving which has Mm -hmm. you know all the sweet things on it or you can swing the other way and put salt and pepper on it or different seasonings and it's really yummy like roasted sweet potatoes Mm -hmm. i love a good roasted sweet potato for breakfast Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's me i can swing absolutely i was gonna say that i can swing and be like sweet or i can be swing and be (laughs) salty I can adjust depending on how people like need me to adjust or I want to adjust. So I, I feel like deep down I'm actually a sweet potato. I so and, agree. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah, with being I so a sweet agree. potato. That's cool. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I, I agree. I totally said the same thing. Yeah. Um, so what is one thing you can talk about for hours at a time? So this is, I think... An ironic question, considering my strength, which we'll get into, is listening, which usually means that my strength probably is not talking about any one thing for a long amount of time. So I often answer this question with people. Like, I could talk about, not, like, talk about people, but I can talk with people Mm. for hours. Mm -hmm. And I can listen to them, and I can ask them about their stories, and ask them questions about their life, and... And I don't grow tired of it for the most part. Like, and I can do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, legitimately, in our discipleship program, like, that's what I did. That was my job. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was hours. Like, I would have two, three-hour conversations with girls about their lives and their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that, I think, I'm just going to stick with that. I think there's other things that have my interest, but I don't have enough research to back up my interest in that I wish I could talk about certain things for an hour, but I don't actually. So I'll stick with talking with other people. Makes sense. Yeah. What do you, how, when do you think that started? Like, when did you notice that you loved talking to people and it wasn't like, I'm doing this because it's my job? Or did it start to turn into that? Is there a moment where it was like, I did love this, but now because I do it so often, it's becoming a task. Um, it never felt like a task to, so, okay, I'll back up. I think I've realized that I love doing this probably a senior in high school. So I was homeschooled. I should probably preface 
which means I didn't have daily interactions with new people for the most part. Like I had daily interactions with the same four or five people. Mm-hmm. And then um, obviously I had friends and was a part of a homeschool group and church and extracurricular activity. So I was around other people, mm-hmm. but just not on the daily. Um, so I don't think I realized that I enjoyed meeting new people and talking to people. Mm-hmm. I really thought I was an introvert, but I think my introversion was rooted probably in insecurity and mm-hmm. not not actually being an introvert because I feel very alive when I get to talk to new people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started when I really became a leader in, I think my church group as a senior in high school. And then, and then from there, just with college ministry and being in groups and mm-hmm. being in college, I loved it. I just loved it. And I remember, I remember mentoring girls uh, when I was still at home because I was at a junior college before I transferred to DBU. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, this is amazing. I wish you could get paid to just do this, like mm-hmm. listen and encourage mm-hmm. and point to the Lord and study the Bible together. and. Mm-hmm. And so I remember when I did that here in Dallas thinking, I cannot believe this is like a fulfillment of a dream. I didn't think I could be paid for this Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel called to work in church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to be able to do it outside of a church and a nonprofit was awesome. I didn't get to the point where it felt like a task, Mm -hmm. but it did begin to burn me out Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I just filled maybe it became my identity and Mm -hmm. I just filled all of the space Mm -hmm. because there was a task to talk to all of these girls. Mm -hmm. I began to fill all of my space on my calendar with it so I could get Mm -hmm. it done. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that their stories were burdensome or tiring. I was just tired Mm -hmm. and needed to rest. Mm -hmm. So it's been good. It has been really good to step out of that position and, and kind of remember, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, Oh, yeah. Last week I was at a friend's, um, they celebrate Jewish traditions, and they were throwing a Purim party, and which is, like, really cool. You should look it up what it's for. But they had friends there that they know from a different organization, and so I was just talking to them and asking, how do you know these people, and where mm-hmm. are you from? And mm-hmm. I felt, like, so alive and thought, oh, I miss this. I haven't been around new people in a long time. So... Anyways, that's to answer the question. It's a long way around. Yeah, I think that's where it started. That's mm-hmm. good. That's, yeah. cool. that's really good. So you shared your strength. I did. I sorry. That was good. Yeah. So my strength was for you listening. Um, like I said, you are great. You're a great Thanks. listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think even in your listening, for me, like I've learned so much about not only me but about you. And that, and it sounds weird, because I think as a culture we tend to tend, sorry, to feel like we learn a lot about each other through talking. But I even think in silence we learn a lot about mm-hmm. people. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I've I've learned a lot from you and about you in that. So this was this was one that I had to think about because of the time spent with you. I know that there are things that. I think are like surface level again like I didn't want to be surface level like anyone can see that you have leadership as a strength it's kind of like I feel like this is like a whole nother discussion in itself but I believe the Lord's given you the gift of leading but also part of me wonders if family life plays a part in like your role 
as being the older sibling mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. life looked like or just if, like if that but was cultivated yeah if that like also helped like bring that forth mm-hmm. also just knowing that the Lord has given you gifts of leadership um but I didn't want to go that route because I feel like that's what anybody could see because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people have met you in a leadership role. Mm-hmm. So there's so much more to you, Olivia, than you being a leader. Thanks. So you have that. <laughs> it's very well known. My thing was that, for me, one of the things that I feel like your life has been marked by is by friendships. And it goes along with what you said that you would talk about for hours. I'm just thinking about knowing the friend that you've been to me, the friend that you've been to Bree, but I think so many people mm-hmm. would call you a friend. And it's amazing because... In all honesty, you may not like all call all them friends. You know, like it's like they feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. because of who you are and the way that you listen and the way that you are present for people, they they feel like they can just share their mm-hmm. life with you and that you're there to listen, that you care. And I just think that that's an amazing gift to be able to be someone who is a friend and who will sustain that relationship. It won't be like I have I have 15 friends already. Like, this is more than enough. It's like, if a new person comes, you make room for that person. <laughs> and it's like... Although I did think that at one point in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that have too many and they can't uh-huh. up. Yeah. 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 But I feel like, to the best of your ability and the, and the ability that the Lord gives you, that you sustain in that friendship as, as much as you can. Um, I just think that's really beautiful. And I think that that's a strength because... Yeah, not everybody's life is marked with friends or can say that not only do they have friends, but people call them a friend and what it truly means to be a friend. I feel like you mirror that. And so anyways, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That means a lot. Uh-huh. So going back to that question I asked way too early, um, <laughs> where do you um, see those strengths lie in or where do you see um, like where, where they come where from? They come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where does friendship come from? The Lord. Mm. Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't know if it stems from something specific. I do. I so I. I do think that there is definitely a spiritual element to it, where the Lord is our friend, mm-hmm. and being found in Him first, and like being secure in Him, and your confidence placed in Him frees you to be friends with other people of all different kinds of people because then you're motivated honestly then you're just motivated to love them like the lord tells you to Mm -hmm. without an agenda and put their needs before yourself and um so i I do think there's some of that i do think some of it sometimes i've wondered i think i've talked to y'all about this before but i do wonder if homeschooled being homeschooled played into the practice of building and maintaining friends because it wasn't convenient to have friends like I had friends maybe at church and had friends at some of my extracurricular stuff but to have a friend I didn't see them every day so we didn't have built-in common experiences which is pretty often what brings two people together uh we had to really get to know one another as individual people and decide if we were going to commit (laughs) to each other as people regardless of life and so because of that I have I mean my best friends still to this day are some of my people that I've met when I was seven eight nine Mm -hmm. so I think I do think some of it is that and then I'm just propelled to 
do to people what I would want them to do to me. And, and not always, obviously we're not perfect, but I don't know why the Lord's just given me a sensitive spot in my heart for people not to feel excluded, for people to feel wanted. For, and, and maybe, maybe if I really thought about it, maybe, maybe there were moments that I didn't feel Actually, whoa, okay, this might get into some counseling. Um, there actually, yeah, some of it might be that, is that in these groups that I was in, I never felt like I actually belonged. Mm-hmm. And so I would just find somebody else and mm-hmm. be their friend. I'm like, well, I was making myself belong. Mm-hmm. And surely I'm not the only person that feels this way. Mm-hmm. And so because I've known what that has felt like, I hate it. I hate when people walk into a room or when you walk into a room and... And you feel like this. Nobody even want to. They don't. They haven't even asked my name. Mm-hmm. You know, or mm-hmm. they barely asked my name, and then they moved on with their business. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you're just living life. Like people aren't intentionally trying to exclude you. Mm-hmm. But that that has motivated me always to go above and beyond and say like, you're welcome here. You have a place here. Like you belong. If you want to be a part of this group, you're invited to be a part of this group. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if I can, like, trace it back to one specific thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just like people and community, and I've always been really motivated to, to build it for some reason. So, yeah. I'm really thankful. Really, really, really thankful that yeah. Yeah. that's been such a gift and a blessing in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got two questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. First one. Um, I got two answers. Let's see if they match up. <laughs> <laughs> also, my mom. Absolutely. Shout out to mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom Ramsey. It's like, mom, I have a question. Well, I have an answer. Let's see if it matches. That's <laughs> cute. That's fine. <laughs> Who wants to make me a mom? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's another episode. I don't mean, I'm saying children. No, I get you. That's another episode. So, first one, knowing a little bit of your story, knowing that you were, you know, in a homeschool setting, so there wasn't a lot of opportunity, there weren't a lot of opportunities to have, like, outside people. Was it an an intentional thing to have friends that do not look like you, or was that always in your heart, even though it wasn't necessarily in your surroundings? That's a good question. Um, I think there is always been, I think my family my my mom in particular and since she was our primary like teacher mm-hmm. um, has always really valued knowing other people's stories mm-hmm. specifically people that don't look like us people that don't um, that aren't from the same country as us like people who just have different cultural backgrounds than us and so I think that was instilled in me at an early age not not with like an incredible like heightened sense of there's value in this it just was I think this is so interesting like just out of an overpoint of her heart and learning about different cultures um so I think I knew about those things I think I saw my dad has owned his own business and so has interacted with all kinds of people and had workers that worked for him from different countries and all over like I remember one guy working um, from Czechoslovakia. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. And it, and it being, um, like, he'd have dinner with us and would tell us about where he was from and how they ate everything with utensils. And I don't know if this is, like, still what they do. But mm-hmm. I just saw my parents engage people um, of different backgrounds. And mm-hmm. so it just was normal. Now, I predominantly grew up in a country... Mm -hmm. small town predominantly white and so 
I specifically didn't have interactions with people of a different race than me for most of my life. Um, and that wasn't intentional. It just was like, there just isn't mm-hmm. anybody around. Um, and so now the town that I've come has, that I've come from, yeah. <laughs> where did she come from? Where did she go? <laughs> where did she go? <laughs> the town I came from has like grown a lot and has diversified, mm-hmm. um, but still it's just predominantly white and predominantly like country, mm-hmm. which is also just a whole nother culture That's, within yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't until I got to Dallas, which is part of what I have always loved about cities, I think, is the diversity mm-hmm. in race and in like where people are from and what they're doing and mm-hmm. and what they want to do and I just I just love it it's so interesting and I always think it points to the creativity of God like genuinely not to over spiritualize like I always am like what the mm-hmm. Lord is so creative mm-hmm. um and so and then I just was honestly really blessed to be included in a group of people who valued that mm-hmm. and I think that and then I got to see the benefits of it mm-hmm. and experience the benefits of, like, life is better. It just is better. And if you don't know any different, then I get it, and mm-hmm. it's okay. But if you can, strive to be in a group of people that don't look like you because mm-hmm. it's just more fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. but it's just more fun. So, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. That does. But it's mm-hmm. good. That's my thoughts. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And then last one. I feel like the that one I could, I have like yeah. so many Even more on. questions yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> but we need to answer it. The last one is you, again, you've been a friend to many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering what makes a good friend for you like mm-hmm. for you who do you consider not who mm-hmm. in names mm-hmm. but like who do you consider a good friend to be to you and someone that you is it's kind of like a safe haven for friendship Ooh, that's a good that is a good question so i sh- maybe this could be another conversation i think even in being a good friend to people i always felt like people that I was not as close to people most of my life as they felt close to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know why for most of my life. I was like, I don't know. I, like, as much as I love people and I'm very loyal, I also think I could leave people pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And I, I really didn't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, a lot of... I don't have any trauma in my background. Like, don't have... Just have not experienced abuse. Like, don't really have, like, a significant story to point to that would say, oh, that's why it's hard for me to connect to people. But in... In college, or right out of college, I was reading this book called Emotionally Healthy Leaders, and one of the questions was, what's the narrative in your life that had potentially influenced, like, the way that you live in a negative way? Mm-hmm. And because I was homeschooled, this was, like, I think one of the, like, the drawbacks or just one of the difficult things that, that we had to work through mm-hmm. is I had a very heavy narrative of family being the most important thing in your life but also the only group of people that you could count on Mm -hmm. and so I would pour out and my family would pour out and support but we just never felt like we were ever supported to the same extent and some of that was I think we didn't let people and some of it was there just was a certain extent that that is sometimes true so 
I don't feel like I let people be good friends to me until I got to that point where I was like, oh, that's a lie in my life. Like, I can't mm-hmm. depend on my friends. Mm-hmm. And after that, good friends to me have been people who seek me out, um, that they, they meet me with the same consistency of, hey, thinking about you, how was your day, uh, how's your heart, you know, or they'll they'll just up and call me or they'll just up and text me and be like, oh my gosh, look at this little thing I saw, isn't it funny? Mm-hmm. I don't, those little moments kind of connect people. Mm-hmm. Listening, I think, I don't know if it's because I'm a good listener or if it's just because people just know when they're being listened to in general, but if you do not, I just can tell if somebody is not listening to mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. nothing, I don't know why, but nothing shuts me down more mm-hmm. than that. And mm-hmm. so if I don't feel like you're interested and I, I can maybe be a little long winded sometimes, but I think when I can feel people wrapping up like, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're not asking me questions in return, not to put, pre- like, it doesn't have to be a perfect, deep question, just right. like engaging. Yeah then I probably don't have a lot of interest in continuing friendship with you. Like, not in a way that's a safe place or, like, a deep friend. That's pretty significant. I I do need my friends, and I think y'all have done this well, to remind me that my opinion is wanted and that, like, my thoughts matter. I don't know why that's just hard sometimes. It's already hard for me to know what my wants are in general. Yeah. <laughs> but then also just the fear of like, they don't matter as much as anybody else's. And so to have my friends go like, stop it. No, they do. Tell me what you want. You know, that that's, that's pretty significant. And then I feel really close to people I laugh with, which I think is most people feel that way. But I just feel like mm-hmm. you're a safe place. You're like, I want to be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I can like just goof off. Yeah. And, about nothing and everything and mm-hmm. yeah so those are those are just a few things yeah but that's good yeah mm-hmm. wow that's really good friendship <laughs> so good so good <laughs> so great for you guys well thanks appreciate yeah absolutely i hope okay. asking. i hope our friends our potato friends our tates our potatoes Tots or tots? You have to allow them to pick up. All right, you tell me what you want. Uh, Tell me what you want, what you really want. I hope that they got to know you a little bit better. Thanks. And maybe they'll get to meet your bud. Yeah. Bud. Get it? Potato bud. There are buds. Oh, I like it. I like it. I said that you could pick your name, but I got it. Okay, let's be buds. All right, later. Later, skaters.